Hello, this is the Miyazaki Met. I'm Natasha DeRose. I'm Jamie DeRose. And this is a podcast where we talk about Miyazaki's movies a minute time. This episode is about minute five of Castle in the Sky. Wow, you did it. First try. Let's go! This man has a lot of credits and backstory, mm-hmm. kind of like Nausicaa. But it's, Almost exactly like Nausicaa. It is like Nausicaa, exactly like it. Because, <laughs> like, first of all, this is backstory, and you mm-hmm. can see the evolution of how we got here setting up. The desperately needed backstory, because why is there flying ships but still, like, revolving guns and, like, you telegraphs? You didn't need the backstory, but it's pretty cool that it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, it's in a different style, just like in Nausicaa, where they use mosaics. This one's using, like, kind of, like, sketch, like, lines everywhere. It's very, mm-hmm. like, sketchy. Not sketchy, it's like, ooh, ooh I'm scared, but, like, okay. there's a bunch of lines. There's just the lines everywhere. How would you describe it, Jane? Because all I see are lines. <laughs> like, not finished animation? Yeah. Where it's like, just, it's like, like, you know how, like, anime, this kind of especially, like, Studio Ghibli animation has, like, a finishing touch on it. Mm-hmm. It's still, like, the sketches of the animation, just, like, but, like, animated. Mm-hmm. So you kind of tell it's, like, probably, like, oh, you find this in the book in the back of the library under, like, I don't know, three boxes just full of newspapers. I don't know how libraries work. I've never been to a library <laughs> before. I, I remember we used to go to our library in our town, and it was just, I mostly wanted to go because they had, like, a kid's section, and I mm-hmm. could play with stuff. I did not want to read. I loved that kid's section, though. It was great. Oh, it was 10 out of 10, bro. Yeah. Um, but, um, what was I going to say? Because, like, you're, it's like you're flipping through an old book. Because you know, like, those types of drawings, especially from, like, 1800s, that, like, propaganda type of drawings where it's kind of mm-hmm. sketchy, it kind of looks like that. And, like, we got that music going, we got the credits, and unlike Nausicaa, these credits are more like the producers, the coloring design, music, more of, like, that type of credits instead of, like, characters and actor mm-hmm. credits, which I was like, yes, they should get some, I don't know, time on the screen. Um, I'm not going to say who they are, because I don't know how <laughs> But to... we're not going to say who they are. They deserve time on the screen, but we're not going to mention them. Yeah, yeah, mostly because I wouldn't be able to pronounce that many names, I, that many Japanese names, and also, I don't know if anyone really wants to know. You can easily look it up, I'm sure. The mm-hmm. internet is on your fingertips, probably allowing you to listen to us now. Hi. <laughs> Wow. With your internet. Please. <laughs> we are the internet. Yes. Uh, I think it was really cool. I love the music that's going on. And, you know, being dumb, as you do as a full-time living <laughs> when you're me. Being actually stupid. Oh, my God. Castle in the Sky is pretty cool. There's nothing else there. Nothing Probably else. some, like, anti-greed, and that's it. No. <laughs> anti-greed. <laughs> No one has ever said those words before, Tasha. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> That's what Muska is. Just greedy, right? <sighs> so, yeah. I've been looking... I was looking... I fell into a rabbit hole right away. Because I was looking at some of the machinery. It's very easy, too. I was looking at some of the machinery, and I was like, in this minute... And I was like, oh, I want to know if that's a real thing, because it probably is, Mm -hmm. because of, you know, Miyazaki being obsessed with, like, uh, flying, 
aircraft. I want to say flying machines, but I'm like, is that a thing? <laughs> like, planes and ships and, like, architecture in general, I think. Like, the way in machinery, like, every, like, machine mm-hmm. he usually draws isn't just, like, really stupid where there's a bunch of, like, things you don't, that don't look like they belong or don't look like they do anything. Like, everything seems to be thought out and, like, has a purpose and could actually exist. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why. That's what. Uh, that's what like compels you to look it up. You know, like yeah. does it? Is this really real? It can't be. So I and that it's not. Uh, Castle in the Sky kind of has some like, uh, Eurocentric kind of like architecture and kind of like setting in it, mm-hmm. especially Patsu's little mining town, which kind of like I think I looked it up is kind of like a Welsh mining town. Something like that. Welsh? Wow. Wow. <laughs> United Kingdom, if you will. Oh. Um, wow. And, like, you know, probably exists. And I looked it up, I fell into a rabbit hole of, like, whole steampunk, whole, like, steam engine, Victorian era, Edwardian era. Apparently that's a thing. It's not just Victorian era for all of it. <laughs> and when we asked our mom about it, she's just like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Come on now. She would obviously know. And I feel ashamed. I do not know. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I want to get into that. I don't know if I'm going to get into all this in a minute. So, did mm-hmm. you stay how it starts and ends? I was not paying attention to you. No, I we didn't, actually. I don't think so. Okay. So, minute five starts with the piano and the title screen again. Castle mm-hmm. in the Sky. Like, all those in gold engravings yeah, again. Castle in the Sky is such an orange feel. Like an orange and like, like a beige, brown, orange Like, my feel. notebook is, like, tan orange for this. I yeah. chose right. I chose right. She, she, I helped her choose that notebook, just, just for you information. I was just being like, what other movies are orange? And I'd be like, I don't care. <laughs> Castle in the Sky wins. And then it ends with multiple little houses or other castles in the sky. What? They're not like just castles. Castle They're in the like sky block. has a family? A tragic backstory? <laughs> <laughs> they aren't like specifically just like structures of castles. They're just like a little like. They're like chunks of land. Yeah, like chunks of land just like Chunk. floating. Chunks. 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 I, how did I mispronounce chunks? I don't know. <laughs> Only God knows. God has abandoned us. <laughs> so this is basically like a backstory and like quick like timeline of evolution of what things that are happening mm-hmm. so uh very, very castle quick. in the skies kind of set in like victorian era to edwardian era like industrial revolution um definitely because like a bunch of the steam engines mm-hmm. and like you know like steam engine industrial revolution go hand in hand <laughs> um so yeah that's pretty cool and end a minute so, there's credits rolling, and it kind of makes me think, so, we start. There's a woman, probably representing, like, some god, or just representing wind in general. Or Mother Nature herself. Yeah, representing Mother Nature, or representing nature in general. We're starting off with nature. Mm-hmm. We're probably, knowing Miyazaki... It's probably not gonna stay that way. And his themes, environmentalism, and, like... Uh, how people's relationship with nature, <coughs> Mononoke, <coughs> Nausicaa, uh, Totoro too, because Totoro probably represents nature. Ponyo, because Ponyo's mom is just God, and <laughs> she created everything. You can't tell me otherwise. God. And if don't, don't you dare tell me otherwise. <laughs> yeah. So, 
so there's this woman like creating wind and you see clouds moving past her it's pretty calm right now piano's still setting in you see two boys working on this little rickety wooden windmill that isn't even vertical somehow it's horizontal <laughs> it's if so it, if you think think about that for a second a horizontal <laughs> windmill it's yeah 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 it's so for yeah they're like we don't know how to build structures we'll build it on the ground so it's like turning something and they're like working in this little pot with smoke coming out of it and i just the other guy who's not working is just sitting with a blanket on it and i just like i vibe with that <laughs> just sitting <laughs> i identify field. with that in my soul i looked at him and i was like same um so like we're starting off nature little bit of development just what humans are gonna do it's fine right Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, more advanced windmills. You see a bunch of them. Windmills are vertical windmills now. I know. And wow. when it cuts to this more windmills, it, like, the background gets more orange. It becomes darker. You're like, mm-hmm. this is probably not good. Like, you can see, like, all the smoke stuff coming mm-hmm. from there. It's very dark. And these windmills are really cool in the sense, like, what is it? Re- what style does it remind me of? Like, uh... Do you know what I'm talking about? Like old, like, uh, children's books you would read before bed, and they like have that type of like drawing where it's like not really stable, but like a lot of details in it. I might be going crazy. I feel like I that think doesn't you make are. Sense. But I also don't remember a lot of childhood stories we apparently read, <laughs> so that yeah. might be another thing. Um, so, like, all these windmills are so, like, detailed and, like, kind of look like they've been put together with mismatched parts. Like, some part of it's wood, some part of it's metal. It mm-hmm. pans They're down. just thrown together. Yeah, it's like, we barely did a horizontal windmill. Now we're gonna do <laughs> vertical windmills? We barely got that down pat. And you can see, um, as it pans down, you see this little steam engine so if you don't know a steam engine look it up and it's one of those things that has like a middle stick that goes up and down Mm -hmm. side to side and it like pumps a wheel or something and i saw this and this started my rabbit hole because i was like what is that i'm gonna find it out and i learned it's a steam engine which is very cool because it's in the center of this screen so you know it's important it's probably about it but being mm-hmm. dummies like us, we're just like, hey, it's just cast on this cat. Being so stupid. Being so <laughs> unbelievably stupid. Just not recognizing the symbols that are obviously there. Mm-hmm. And, like, also not really knowing what a steam engine looks like. Because who just comes across that today? Uh-huh. I don't know. Like, born in, like, the early 2000s? Who comes across that in your life? It, but I do... It's so cool how it it's drawn in this i was just like i gotta know more about it it entices me (laughs) it calls to me and then it cuts to um underground um and you can see this little boy on his little machine and it's potsu foreshadowing (laughs) foreshadowing (laughs) and it this is probably not potsu's ancestor it's probably shita's ancestor (laughs) (laughs) um main character obviously potsu has no backstory has no parents canonically wait he does damn it wait he does his father. His father? His father. Where is his father? Actually, no, we'll get into it. We'll get, we'll get into, into it later. It. Um, 
Yeah, so they're underground, and this machine's, like, digging down. It's just like a windmill, but, like, of scooping up dirt and putting things in mm. tubes, and the dirt goes back up. I always like this scene. It's so cool the way it's drawn. The type of machinery is very cool and amazing. It's, like, cart- it's obviously, like, not really realistic. It's, like, if you made a machine in, like, a perfect world. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. Like, there's buckets coming upside down and then just scooping up. Like Yeah, yeah. the dirt just somehow, like, goes into those buckets, and I don't really know how. You just gotta imagine that that's it's how It's like it those, you know those satisfying videos, which aren't really satisfying to me, but they say they're satisfying? It's like 3D. They claim to be. It's somehow like, it's like a 3D world where, like, there's just, like, a marble going in and swinging in and out between, like, something oh, that's moving. Oh, I hate those. And somehow it always fits or always does what it's supposed to, even though that wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. It's so obviously fake. Or, like, something's, you know what I mean. Like, everything, like, the marble perp, um, like, perfectly, like, just, like, jumps into, like, something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, no. I think so. So then it cuts to a giant factory. We took a big we, step. We, we skipped a couple steps. We took to a giant factory with smoke pumping into the air. It's way darker now. You see things getting, like, a pulley system of putting things in the factory and out of the factory. You see, you see a lot more steam engines now. A lot of gears and moving uh, things. A lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. Then it cuts to ships with steam engines, Ooh. like blimps in the air. And apparently, I did some research. And mm. if you're not dumb, you didn't need to do research. <laughs> but I needed to do a lot of research. And apparently, uh, this movie has like some Jules Verne inspiration. Because if you look up like Jules Verne, like airships, and it's like that. Or if you just already know what it is, because <laughs> you're, you're uh, intellectual. If you were, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He drew or created, like, uh, this type of blimp or, like, hot air balloon type of Mm -hmm. thing. But it's more like a hot air like a cylinder hot air balloon with, like, a little platform suspended under it. And it looks exactly like it. This ship looks exactly like that Jules Verne aircraft. And it has, like, a giant steam engine on it. It's very minimalistic in the fact that it's just, like, steam engine, two people, giant air balloon. Yes. That's all you need. And you it's can, all you need to survive. And you can see a lot of them are in the air with a lot of gears moving. Like, like we just, we, we like, messed up the ground. We just went straight to the air. Like, keep going. Keep the going. sky's the limit. And then you see, like, this Noah's Ark-looking thing. It literally looks like a giant, like, cruise ship or something. And it's just being, like, suspended in the air by a bunch of, like, tiny windmills or something. And it's just so dark. I had to, like, turn the brightness up on my computer to un- see what was happening. And you see, like, we're, we're evolving. We're going. Mm-hmm. We found this thing in the earth. We're going to go get it. We're going to use the steam power to power our machines to get the item, which is probably coal, like, in real life. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know, if they're still using steam engines or they're using coal now. I don't know. When did we transition from steam to coal? I'm not looking up. The internet already has a grasp <laughs> on, my ment- on my mind. So then... You see a bunch of little airships flying by, and they're flying past sky, flying past like skyscrapers in the clouds. These ships are more like familiar, not really like Jules Verne type of ships, 
more like Pocoroso types of ships, uh, more like kind of basic types of ships. Mm-hmm. No offense, Pocoroso. <laughs> but all the offense. <laughs> so then it cuts to a bunch of airships flying in the sky, like a bunch. Oh, mm-hmm. wait, I already said that, sorry. I'm getting confused. And then it cuts to the, the castle. Mm. The castle. The castle. The castle. Ca- the castle in the sky. I'm kind of scared to say its name because it is a swear in Spanish. <laughs> Just know that this is not our intention. Because um, the castle, and you see it, just like the top of it, and you can see all the little ships flying around it like bugs, and then you mm-hmm. see it slowly zoom out. Zoom Look at the immensest. The immensest. Immense. Immenseness, um, immense of this castle. <laughs> so immense, you gotta say it twice. <laughs> and you just zoom out and you see all of it, and like the music's kicking in. The music is the loudest mm-hmm. it's ever been. The whole orchestra is banging out to this song. It is tapping mm-hmm. on their little brass. As and the first time this. we see the uh, the castle in the sky in like the actual movie, not in this like backstory, it, there's like a lot more green, like a lot more trees and stuff, mm. but here it's just like one color, beige, yeah. just all castle, and mm-hmm. like no plants or anything like that. And I think that's really cool as we go through this relationship between the castle and like industrialization basically, and nature, because I, it's so beautiful the way Spoiler alert, nature takes over at the end and there's just a giant tree in the sky. I just like, you <laughs> go, love tree. that. <laughs> you go. They took you from the ground? No. You, you own the sky now. You go. And like, so then we have this gigantic castle. It waits on it a bit. Like, this is the one you've been waiting for. Yeah. This is a little, little sneak peek to what you're going to see later. And basically, you're seeing it in all its glory, mm-hmm. like, before it gets abandoned. In its prime, if Exactly. You will. And then it cuts to, like, little islands moving by, so it's, like, not just, like, a giant castle, like, mm-hmm. individuals have their own islands, basically. None as big, but some of them have castles on it, too, and they're just, like, over water, chilling I know, that stuff. that's the property. You buy, you buy <laughs> that little chunk of land, and then you get sent off into the sky. <laughs> exactly. And I'm pretty sure... Uh, I'm definitely sure these are Sheeta's ancestors because Sheeta has the Sheeta's from the people who invented Castle in the Sky, mm-hmm. people who found that technology. Like, let's put, let's go to the skies, guys. So the skies the limit. <laughs> so this has like this movie is inspired by a lot by like Jules Verne type of stuff because he mm-hmm. wrote in like the same Victorian Edwardian era, industrial era, that. This movie's set in, which is very interesting, and it's kind of mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, that makes sense. This movie is kind of like fan fiction, because like, <laughs> it's an alternate universe of the Victorian and like Edwardian era. Kinda. I wouldn't say it's fan f- fiction, but I would say <laughs> it's like... fan fiction of the canon. <laughs> I would say it's inspired. Definitely. You know? I found that very interesting. Also, like the steampunk aspects of it, where it's just like... I don't know, a bunch of moving parts and stuff. And then there's just, like, a basic train, which is just <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> so it's, it's, it gives you a good laugh. Also, I went on this website, which is mm-hmm. pretty interesting, where this person wrote, like, their heart out about... <laughs> <laughs> about the little baby heart. It's called Miyazaki's, Miyazaki's Castle in the Sky Puts the Punk in Steampunk, like, by Amber Trosky. 
Africa or something, and they they wrote a lot. They wrote very descriptively, so they were obviously passionate. You know, about a little it. plug. Just if you want to read that, go ahead. Oh, this was like uh, in August tenth, twenty twenty one. That's like that's pretty close. That's this year. And they mention how each ship is like personalized to the people and like mm-hmm. represents the people because later we see Dola and her gang's ship. It's kind of like her sons. <laughs> her gang. <laughs> like it's kind of like run down a bit, but it's still going. It has their laundry hanging out on the side. Mm-hmm. Like the father like built it and like Dola and their sons like you know running run like Dola's like navigating it and everything it just represents like their family of just like oh you're gonna follow a window stop whining <laughs> I gotcha go. and like uh Muska's and the government's like uh ships are like very like mm-hmm. organized scary and menacing they just like stand there in the sky like what are you gonna do about it they just like yeah they don't need to show you like anything you just know they'll mess you up you know and then like yeah i like that then like the i mentioned this like the personalization of the guns the personalization of the ships you get to understand like where everyone is in this world what's happening stuff like that um what else would i wanted to say i also I don't know. I have a lot of information in my mm-hmm. head, and I don't know where any of it is. Also, Jane, did you find it interesting? There was, like, a lot more windmills on Castle in the Sky, like, on the bottom on the mm-hmm. and around the sides. Now, that's weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's the aesthetic windmills. And, like, why does it need it anymore? <laughs> like, when we see it later, it doesn't have any of those. It's just like, oh, we just float now? Did we just evolve? We I just, don't understand we just float now. what's happening. So, yeah. I think over the course of the movie, we'll get into, like, more, like, direct, like, Victorian, Edwardian era, like, of the steampunk stuff. Because, like, there's going to be, like, the trains that are similar, mm-hmm. the other, like, things like that. But right now, just know that that's, like, the overview. This person called Patsu an optimistic orphan boy. <laughs> and that's so true. <laughs> yeah. Very I, optimistic. What I learned from this is that it Castle in the Sky is like a commentary on the industrial area. And I on Wikipedia it said like the the limitless power of steampunk, but like the dangerous possibilities it has later on. <coughs> nuclear bomb. <clears throat> what? Who said that? And it's like Nausicaa is about like not it's is about industrialization and what like that has caused, but it's more like the end result. And Castle in the Sky is more like the beginning. Like where yeah. it's starting. How we got here. It's kinda like and even Castle in the Sky has Fox Worlds just like Nausicaa. So it's kinda True. like a prequel to Nausicaa in a sense. Where it's just, like, not really connected, but it's just, like, kind of feels like the same world? Maybe. The same themes more closely. Because, like, you have to look very hard for themes. They're there, but you have to look very hard for themes in industrialization in, like, other Studio Ghibli movies. Mm -hmm. Especially the more realistic ones, because, like, the more fantasy ones like he can like say it in different ways and can be like oh make the connections but like in like ones like Totoro you have to like look for like real life things oh yeah 
Totoro is just a fun time. <laughs> that you goat. Don't, you don't realize that. <laughs> that goat. Sometimes I look in the sky and I'm like, don't come for me, goat. <laughs> goat was the scariest thing I've ever goddamn saw. So that was very interesting. I'm glad I brought you on this ride. Well, have we have so much more time to go through, so the mm-hmm. ride will not stop. There's still two hours of this. Have a great Friday. Have a great weekend, I guess. I guess. Um, you better have a great weekend. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll be strict too. <laughs> and you don't want that goat coming for you. <laughs> we have the power to send that goat to your house. We know the incantations. <laughs> we know we have the corn. Don't worry. <laughs> we have the corn with that little, little, little floof of hair. <laughs> that uh, corn is so cute. It is. Um... We'll see you next Monday. Um, I'm Natasha DeRose. And I am Gamer DeRose. Next episode, we're going to talk about Minute 6 of Castle in the Sky. The sixth one.